0: And we're back. Hello, Nathan here. To those of you that have waited an incredibly long time for a new episode, thank you for your amazing levels of patience and understanding. Uh, If this is your very first episode of Hottest Hundreds and Thousands, that's ridiculous and I don't know what to tell you. And yeah, good luck. You may know that last year we lost our beautiful dear friend, Andrew. I'd like to thank everybody Uh, who reached out and chatted to us over the break. Really, really grateful to have our little community and the support. It's meant a lot. We have about half a dozen episodes or so recorded with Andrew that we recorded over the last year and a half, which we're now going to release week by week. We're going to record an end to the season and we expect that this season will probably be the last season of Hottest Hundreds and Thousands. After that, we've got some loose plans for something to kind of bring the project to a close, but we'll let you know about that when we figure it out. As always, you can drop us a line, say hi, shoot us an email, find us on Discord, anything like that. This episode is weird because it was recorded a very long time ago, uh, in about June of 2021. Look forward to some hideously dated jokes. We'd like to dedicate this episode and all the rest of this season to our beautiful friend Andrew McDonald. We miss you so much. We're so fortunate to still have uh, so much of you with us in these episodes, in this podcast. Um, and we're really excited that we get to share these episodes. Thanks for being here. We love you. We appreciate you. This one's for Andrew.
1: So, sorry, to a, to a quote uh, friend of the show, uh, who fucking tonight? Uh. Who fucking tonight? Who fucking tonight? Ow, ow. Ow, ow. Ow,
2: ow! Always so hype when that drops.
1: Oh, how could you Always not
2: be? So it's v- it's a very inclusive song, I'd have to say. That fat man scoop song. Ow, ow. You know, mm. goes through all the dominant denominations of bills. Bill. If you're not carrying cash on you, don't worry about it. He then goes through hair. <laughs> and, and let me just tell you that if you got long hair, you're covered. Short hair, also covered. Mm. What about no you- hair? Well. Yeah, is, is fat
3: man scoop anti alopecia Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, it's something I hadn't considered before also the medium <laughs> length cut I don't know you know there might be some people in the crowd when fat man scoops yelling that that don't quite know where they fall mm. Mm. It's like just below mm. the chin line oh, I'm like, getting uh, to think it's not as inclusive as I th- as I thought uh. but then he says you know he gives you another in oh yeah, yeah by asking who fucking tonight so if you're fucking tonight well you know. Get <gasps> But, but how can you tell? Imagine
1: if you were broke, bald, mm. and weren't fucking. Yeah. Oh, oh, you'd be shit out of luck.
2: Is it? Is it actually just a secretly a diss track towards
1: <laughs>
4: the Matt Lucas? He-
2: the-
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. Say Moby. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: strangers at the door. Oh, come in, come in. You've been here before. We are Hottest 100s and Thousands, and we have taken control of your radio station. That was the intro in the Fibonacci sequence. I'm very, very smart, you see. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Debbie James Young. I am one of the four voices you are going to be hearing for the next hour. So joining me once again is Nathan Harrison? Hi. It's Adam Buncher. Hello, and it's Andrew
2: McDonald. Howdy. Was that Howdy also y'all. in some kind of sequence? Uh, yeah, oh, that, yes. that was in. That was in. That was in. <laughs> That's <sixth>. what sequence <laughs> means. <laughs> All
1: right, the tool fans, Lord. Oh, on. look out! Know,
2: it's a tool app, everyone. No,
1: uh, but not yet. It's not.
2: No, it's yeah. Still hold is. on. <laughs> no, no, no it's, we, we, we started. It is
1: fifty songs down, fifty to go. Go us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: oh, actually, uh, while we're passing around the halftime Duck La how
2: are you guys feeling halfway through season nine? Yeah, well, I think we had a really good half. I think uh, we, we, we really played to our strengths. Um, of, you know, they, they had us up against the ropes for, for a, a period of time. That's my impression of like anyone being interviewed for a sport. Oh yeah. yeah You gotta do the all Thank you Yeah, the, no, yeah
3: well you know Like the boys gave it 100% So <laughs> It's, like, it's full, a
0: countdown of two halves ca- Yeah, so. yeah. So, yeah.
3: Full, full credit to the lads um, <laughs> Look we, it's we, not we, over we, we, Until the siren goes Yeah we're just we're gonna, gonna have To keep the pressure going And hopefully we'll see them At the end of the game Honestly at the end of the day <laughs> Football's
1: a <the> real winner Yeah <laughs> The boys really want to win this one for the gaffer. The poor fucking like <laughs> disinterested sports journalist yeah. just being like this again. Yeah. And, and how did you feel about
3: considering that second goal? It must have been hard. And it's like, yeah, well, no, you know, yeah, yeah, it, no, it, was yeah, no. it was difficult. It was difficult. Full yeah. credit to the boys. Full <laughs> credit to the boys.
2: What a kind of pressure on. Like, it might just be a case of actually, there is some stuff being said, and it's just like I don't follow. The game enough to be able to like. Mm. Actually, that is what you're supposed to say. But yeah. also, like, it, it doesn't matter because like
1: they're good at what they do. They don't have we, to be no, good they, interviews. Yeah. No, yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. I'll
1: tell you who's really good at what he does. Oh, I'll tell you who the Aria Board have uh, mm. said on, on on multiple occasions. Mm. You're the man. That man is Paul Mac. He comes in at number fifty in the 2001 Hottest 100. This is just the thing. Take him to church. Solo debut in the uh, Triple J Hottest 100, coming in at number 50 in the 2001 countdown. That is his solo signature song. Just the thing, it comes from his 3,000 feet high, which all of us in this room have been mountain climbing. Mountain climbing. H- have any of you climbed a mountain? Define
0: a mountain. Uh, Yeah. Define
1: climb. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've walked up a hill.
0: I've walked up a hill and I've been on the top of a mountain. So
1: (laughs) have you well, have you ever made a mountain out of a molehill? No, I So if you've climbed a molehill, then technically Yes. Yes.
3: I have not actually seen a molehill, no. Oh well (laughs) shit. I don't know what a molehill is. It's a hill of a mole. Come on, dude. Is it like a hillock or is it like an actual hole that a mole lives in? I think it's the a hole a the right.
2: hole yeah, a okay. hole for a mole. It's like mm. when they dig the hole, mm. it creates a Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. It displaces the small I've played Mario Bros. three. I know yeah, how yeah. moles work. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there they are. Yeah. There's mm. some there's
2: some mole hills.
1: Yeah, great. Oh, uh, a couple of them literally have moles sticking out.
2: You know, hey, I, don't, guys. I don't like the moles that like with the weird noses. Oh sure, yeah. Oh, I wanna- mean, I, I know. Okay, like <laughs> gonna, I mean, I I might get cancelled for that, but I'm the villain. Oh. Just using the phrase "weird noses." It's probably not weird to the mole at all. Mm. They probably think my nose yeah, is weird. weird.
3: <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm not a fan of uh, the atoms <laughs> with the weird noses, and they're like, "Yes, yeah, <laughs> i Oh no, no,
2: don't do that. I got really self conscious about my nose. You have a lovely nose. Thank you.
1: <laughs> okay, so the last time we talked about Paul Mack uh, he was 3,000 feet high on the stage of the Arias, uh, mm. thanking all the ecstasy dealers that got him at 3,000 feet high and got his song Sweetness and Light with his former duo Itchy and Scratchy. Uh, not only an Aria winner, but also a uh, charting Hottest
2: 100 entrance. May I do a little bit of Hottest 100 revisionism right here? Because that song whipped way harder than... You didn't like it very much, did you? Uh I don't know. I haven't listened back to that episode in a while. But if I, if I said anything less than it whips really hard, you know, you take it back. I do. I take it back. It's so good. It's, it's amazing. R- song. It's ridiculous. I've, I've encountered it a few times since we talked about it then, and it's just real good.
1: It's gorgeous stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we come now to Paul Mac uh, establishing himself as a solo artist. He collaborates with a few different people on this record, including uh, previous uh, Hottest 100 entrant Tex Perkins, uh, who makes an appearance on the song Heart- Heat Seeking Pleasure Machine, which, to yeah, be okay. fair, uh, is also uh, yeah. a very apt description of <laughs> Tex Perkins. <laughs> he eats roots and leaves. Real heads, no. Uh-huh. Uh, and also a woman I had on my podcast last year, Abby Dobson, formerly of Leonardo's Bride. Oh. Yeah, of uh, even when I'm sleeping, mm-hmm. fame. A uh, woman by the name of Peter Morris is the vocalist on this track and two other tracks on the record. Uh, Woo. Th- yeah, Woo. hell yeah, Kills uh, she's also on the second, uh, the third single from the record, which was uh, the sound of breaking up. Um, which oh, is, is like, her as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, minor hit, like, not as big as just the thing, but like, does pretty well. Like, this record does pretty well for itself. Like, this gets in the top 40, goes gold, uh, wins an aria. Does uh, indeed. F- again, Paul backs it up, gets another aria. Presumably, he's also using that as a toilet roll, yeah, to-
2: toilet roll holder, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 because you, because you. Andrew, you partied it. Yeah. At- yeah. Well, I c- crashed.
2: I didn't. Wasn't invited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: and I'm just confessing to. You, I have been a house intruder <laughs> at Paul Mac's house. Yeah. yeah. I have home invaded Paul Mac. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you weren't the only one. No. Yeah. Mm. You had. A- <laughs> doesn't make it right. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't make it wrong. Yeah, yeah
3: true. Sometimes things are tricky. Something yeah. to think about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, okay to sure. break into some people's homes <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. If, if you're with people. Yeah. And there's music yeah. playing
2: really loud. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take a punt, Deej. Yo. And I'm going to say that you really, really like this song.
1: It's wonderful. I Like, this is an exposure to Australian dance music that I kind of have as a kid because, like... I'm still learning What things are You know I'm just like Okay that's a rock song That's a pop song That's a rock band That's an R&B song You know And I'm like mm-hmm. This is dance music This is music That you dance to That's the specific
2: Function of this song So what did this do? I mean was this pop Or was this dance Or was it a bit of both for you uh,
1: Well you know I saw it as a dance song You know like, mm-hmm. that, like the the beat That kind of Disco-y kind of vibe This is like Very early Very primitive discovery Of that sort of stuff and now coming back to it as an adult, there's there's so much like musically that I love about this. The verse and the chorus transitions it's a real like how the fuck did you get from A to B? It feels like you went from like <laughs> A to M and then back to A, <laughs> you know? It's just like so strange. And then you bring it home like taking the original chorus up a whole step from oh, the F to that the key. key change.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> you get
1: it, sent. It, yeah, you get you get sent 3,000 feet high. You, do? Yeah. you feel like an, on an astronomical fucking plane when that kicks in.
0: I mean, that's the gospel,
1: right? Like Honestly, all that gospel vocals yeah, when that lands. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like oh, holy shit. This yeah. song Can you imagine trying to perform this song with just one vocalist? No, you need you need 30 people at least, 30 people minimum in robes, fucking doing the sister act, fucking claps in time and shit. This song is ceremony. This song is purely ceremonial and it is joyous and like yeah, it's and so
2: cool. If I may also offer, it is way horny. I was than about I to say, it's quite horny. This is the thing, right? Because I'm like you. This is just the thing. This is just the thing, right? Because I, like you, remember this song from when I was young because I think, you know, this is... If you're going to remember any song from when you're young, songs like this are going to be the kind of songs that you remember because of the, the, the sheer pop accessibility, but also the fact that it was everywhere. And why would it not be everywhere? Like, if you heard this song and you had something that needed a song... (laughs) <laughs> you're probably going to pick this Like you know yeah. You've got literally I, I remember it being used In so many different ads It's like of course it would yeah. It's literally caught, It says you're just the thing That I need and it's like cool It's a car It's a <laughs> dishwashing tablet It's yeah. a yeah. jeans It's, yeah. it, it, it's whatever yeah. Like you know And I don't it's say that a Tide Pod <laughs> And I don't say that To its detriment Because I think like It's just so successful At being a song And using that oh, title dude, that
1: Creating something That's that all encompassing Like creating something that that one one size fits all, like it's pretty wild to be able to do.
2: But in the end, it is a song about, hey, I just got broken up with, and you know how I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to go out and be heaps hot and pick up someone. It's like a
3: love letter to the idea of the dance floor. Dancing is fucking cool. That's the whole point of the song. Is <laughs> like, yeah, man. And this is a love letter to the idea of being in a club and having a great
2: time. The dance floor as the place where club culture happens and where people, with no judgment at all, sexually get together. You know, that's mm. it's where yeah. it friggin' happens. It's just like that's... <laughs> That's it.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if Paul had come out by this point, but like, uh, yeah, it's on record. The dude is like a very, 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 very big part of the gay community in Sydney, especially.
2: And and this is what I also really, really love because I mean, I I would assume I I don't know, but I you'd have to assume that this would be a huge like queer anthem, right? Hondo, it's, mm-hmm. because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's so like unashamed it's so dramatic it's so bold it's so big it's so poppy and you know the the whole message that it stands for whatever it's just like you know hey here i am i'm horny as hell let's go like Mm, let's do this but also like i i I see it connecting back to a lineage of so many other songs in disco that were doing a very similar thing you know a breakup song but not being sad about it using that as an as a vehicle to go not I'm moving on. I'm getting through this. I will survive. I love the nightlife. Just two Mm. that kind of leap to mind immediately. And I honestly think- Young Hearts Run Free? Fully. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? And this fits in with all of that lineage and deserves a place in that very same pantheon. It's incredible. Because
0: like we talk about how it's so accessible, but there's there's so much going on as well. Like the way he blends like the house and the jungle beats together. Yeah. And then having all that gospel as well. But this is a song that like- Mum's love This is a song that like You'd find in like Regional pubs All over Australia yeah. Like mm. Everyone yes. likes this song But it's that's It's a party Because it's a party It's 100% but, a party But it's such a well crafted party as well Like it's so yeah. well put together And Like we already said But that That last chorus That key change Is just <laughs> such a beautiful Which is what people always say After a night at Paul Max Mate that was such a well crafted party <laughs> 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 I reckon he could probably craft a very good party. I agree wholeheartedly. Andrew? (laughs) Yes, I I would agree hypothetically.
3: Was it a (laughs)
4: well-crafted party?
3: (laughs) One imagines it might have been. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's all like the the whole thing, like I've said before, but like disco and like kind of pop music are not really my vibe, but like this is just such a like perfectly crafted piece of pop neo-disco dance music like you can't help but just have total aberration for it and like again that final chorus key change is just
1: fucking bombastically joyous. Yeah. like not, there's nothing but love there what's super interesting is that we talk about Paul Mac three times across the history of the Hottest 100 and they're all in super different points of his mm. career so the first one 94 Sweetness and Light Itchy and Scratchy that's when he's really kind of establishing himself here, we're at Just a Thing, which is like, you know, his pop breakthrough moment as a solo artist. You know, like this is kind of his peak, like commercially, if not creatively. And then in 2004, we will talk about him and Daniel Johns taking a metric fuck ton of acid <laughs> and making a record as the Dissociatives. Mm. Yeah. So like a wild, wild career. But yes, like I said, I'm 90% sure this is the only time we talk about his solo work. What a hit, though. If it's something you want to be remembered for, just the thing is just the thing. Uh, 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 uh. Sorry, folks, just uh, squeegeeing my third eye. We are (laughs) about to uh, head into the void once again at number 49. It's the return of Tool. This is Parabola. it to the Triple J Hottest 100 at number 49. That is Parabola from the album, Lateralis. Tool, absent for several years and then coming back, that is very uncharacteristic of them. <laughs> it's been uh. literal suffering not having them around, but uh, thankfully Tool are back, and we are talking about what I believe to be their best studio album, Lateralis. Adam, yes. is that a take that you agree with? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right They're, on. Strongly, right. strongly, strongly agree. Well, specifically, where do you stand on a parabola? 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 Mr. Parabola, Mr. Bob pa- yeah. Parabola. <laughs>
0: Jesus.
2: Good god. Uh, I'm about to I'm about to like enter into the role that I find hardest to do on this podcast, you know, which is to enter into the void, the tall fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hard place to be in this movie. crown what- to wear. It is. Sorry guys. It really is.
1: Does anyone know what time it is? Tool time. <laughs> oh, it is so tall time.
2: That was a, it was a really good I mean, one. I yeah. don't know how much it's right to praise. <laughs> <laughs> that. don't how. want to <laughs> his behaviour. But, but it, it was good. That was excellent. <laughs> Maybe you. the best one of those we've committed to tape. <laughs> and I hate the fact that there have been more than one. <laughs> and I hate the fact that I have to cut it, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it a copy written? No. No. Because you hate it. <laughs> so... If I've never actually before stepped into the role of being the Tool fan, I mean, like this would be the era and definitely the song that made me do it. Lateralus was a very, very significant album for me in high school. It was like huge. Um, And this song in particular, I regard as one of the best Tool songs and certainly one of my personal favourite Tool songs. Yeah, you're right. There was a long time between drinks. It's it's something the Tool are, are very famous for, leaving a long gap between Albums. We talked about 46 and 2. Uh, that was for 97. That's only four years. That's not too bad. It's not bad. It's especially not bad for yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Tool. They, they, That's they...
1: an afternoon nap in Tool exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah,
2: in Tool time. <laughs> um, really cool thing in the lead up to this album, though, they punked Napster a little bit. In January 2001, they actually announced that they were doing a new album, but they announced the title would be Systema in... in, in you got in, it. In, in, in <laughs> Sistema and that's, that's, that's how I'm gonna say it, guys. Yeah. That's it. There's a there's a fucking Pokemon E going on there. Just to let you know. And I don't know whether I did that bit right. <laughs> but the Anyway, um so they and they gave a full track listing for it. And and very soon we started to see songs with those names circulating on Napster. Only thing was, none of them were real. They weren't outspoken against the distribution of you know, Napster and, and oh, yeah. all those well, kinds money, of things. All money good,
1: Napster bad. Yeah, if Metallica
2: taught us anything. Yeah, yeah, totally. So they did it kind of as a way to throw them off the scent. So when the album arrived, it you know it, it had it has less problems. And I think to the to the largest extent, it worked. And also like a great move on Tool's part, knowing the way that fans were so rabid in devouring any little thing they put out and any little clue, and the way that it would kind of circulate and build hype. So kind of a very clever opening for this. If you think that this song starts rather abruptly, the reason for that is actually on Lateralus. there is a, a, a track that is serving as an intro track. It's well worth hearing in relation to this song because it, it sets up a lot of the aesthetic for what this then is the payoff for. Yeah. And even just energetically, like... It's one piece of music split into yeah, two you, tracks. You, you need the intro. Yeah, yeah if... You're new to tour, You're new to this track. You're listening to this and going like, "Whoa, jeez, it just it doesn't muck around there." It mucks around. It does. <laughs> they do uh, muck around. They do minute. muck around. You can they have some free swim and then they do the proper race. <laughs> yeah, I think that this is actually the most positive, affirming, and sincere song that tour have made in their entire discography. It's called Parabola, and what that is referring to is is it's a graphed line, right? Yeah, and. What you basically are seeing is like a, a scoop, like it's a, it's a curve. You have two points that come from infinity and go to infinity. And in the middle, you have a, f- a point that's fixed in space. And they're using that in this song as a metaphor for existence, for your existence. And they play with, you know, some, some aesthetics of ritual and some aesthetics of spirituality and some aesthetics of, uh, of religion and things like that. That's all part of the aesthetic of what they play with on the Lateralis album as well. But essentially, you know, you look at the lyrics and it's all kind of there. This idea that is actually a very spiritual idea, but it's also just a very grounded, humanistic idea. It's like all you have is the moment that you have, yeah, the experience that you have.
0: It's kind of about like the intensity and strangeness of just being, but that also being a shared thing. That
2: it definitely yeah. this, this this shared thing, um, and also there's very importantly, I think, in this song is is talking about, you know, whatever you're feeling in this moment is going to pass too it communicates that by kind of this overwhelming kind of sonic force as well. Um, to me, the song is just like, it's, it's, it's smoky in a way. Like the, the way that the guitar is just, and the, the, the sound is kind of like everywhere around you, but it just still carries this immense amount of weight. Like you, you do get completely enveloped in this sound. and it's just, and, and the whole thing to me is just like hype. <laughs> it just it just kind of fills you up and hits you and it's just purely like energising. You, yeah. you do feel that kind of like, yeah, I am here now. Mm. Um, I am experiencing this. It communicates that idea that it's putting through in the lyrics and putting through in, in the kind of like metaphor of what the song is musically in such a really wonderful way. Like I, I think this is a really brilliant song it, and it served me really, really well in my life. Like there've been, there have been times where I've needed to be reminded very strongly that, you know, whatever's going on in my head, is illusionary and actually all that's happening is that is the physical existence that I is have that, you're here. The, that I'm here yeah. right now it's mm. happening um, and it's been there for me and done that in a really wonderful mm. way and in, in many ways like anytime I listen to it it does that and there's no time where you don't want to be reminded of that there's mm. no time where that's not a helpful thought. Mm.
3: People always talk about how like there's the a certain musicality of tool and how like the masterness of it all kind of thing but it is worth saying. Good Lord, Danny Carey is on fire behind the kit in this such fucking song. Such a fucking dope
2: drummer. Yeah. He's just going insane. Like, I, I think everyone's on form. Oh, really. yeah, like, absolutely. You know, yeah. I think it's like it's like one of the best riffs that Adam Jones came up with, and it's it's such a singular vocal performance from Maynard as well to to embody that sincerity mm. in the way that he does, and it's, it's fucking hard to sing.
3: Uh, obviously, whenever we've spoken about Tool, they're, they're, a very, they're a very easy band to make fun of because their fans, like their <laughs> yeah. diehard fans, are absolutely sycophantic. And,
2: oh, and and it's very, very funny to hear people and see people read into this song as well. It's like, oh, I counted the syllables of the chorus. <laughs> yeah. And if you blah, 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 it actually equals, you know, the the number <laughs> of five, which yeah. is the golden ratio. It's yeah. like, Mike, just, just
0: calm down a yeah. little bit. But <laughs> I, J- I, just dig the song. Just dig the, I think certainly for this song and stuff like this, like, I yeah. think that stuff lands better. Because it feels like it's in aid of something that is actually meaningful in a positive way. That like engaging with the song is a good thing. It's much better than in forty six and two when it's about the psychic lions, lines, grid yeah, lines or, of the earth, or, or like or like stink fist. Yeah, <laughs> like,
3: when he is being sincere, like well, like a there's no denying that Maynard is a brilliant vocalist and a terrific songwriter. That when he allows himself to get to these sincere and perhaps vulnerable is is the right word um, moments of like. In this case, being like, look, it, like the, the whole thing of like the, this two shall pass and yeah. like be in the present kind of thing. When he does that, th- his songwriting is just upped. The vocal melody is better. The lyrics yeah. are fucking beautiful. And then that allows the band, who are always in terrific form, to fucking carry the message. I'm, I'm making it sound like Maynard is Tool, and it's not the case. They're very much a band of four. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And again, but here, all four of them are just working so fucking terrifically together that you, 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 uh, if you're a Tool fan and you and you don't think that this is one of the best Tool songs, that is very weird. Very weird. Because <laughs> it, it just is
0: one of the best Tool songs.
2: Yeah. Like, this holy reality, this holy experience, that's so sincere. Mm. Yeah.
0: I think what Tool are really good for, and sometimes it's crap and sometimes it works really well, is right. is, is sort of giving you, I don't want to say giving you the tools, giving you the equipment <laughs> you need to like to dig into the song. They kind of... Tool songs are an offer that says, This is a complex song and if you dig around for the meaning, you will find it. We've like, we're gonna litter, you know, litter it and all the stuff around this song with the kind of signposts that you need to decode what's going on and find meaning in this like yep. complex thing. Even just yep. like calling it parabola and with parable being the, the previous track as well. Like yes. there's so yep. much in terms of structure you can dig into or whatever. I think that thing is I think that's a really valuable thing. I want to say that Tool are a tutorial band for complex music, but not in a disparaging <laughs> way. But, like, yeah. but, but I think that it's a valuable skill. And because <laughs> yeah, okay. baby's first experimental music, <laughs> a little bit, but they, <laughs> but they give you the map and they show you how to look for meaning in music that is more complicated than pop music. Yeah. And I think that's
2: a really valuable thing. I think, like, oh, wow. And that also explains why so many people, you know, go ape shit, right? Yeah. Oath.
0: Because this Cause is the same, like, hey, you know, we talked about this before, but like they're inviting you to dig around for meaning and they're saying, yeah. hey, there is stuff there if you want to look for it and that's going to be a rewarding process for you. And I think that's that builds useful skills in approaching other bands that don't give you the map. That's
2: the such problem a is great maybe take. when people
0: don't, then look at other bands and, and think that oh, yeah. and they being con- a tool fan is They the continue to dig
2: down and dig down and dig yeah, down. And it's yeah. Like, I counted the syllables in the court. Yeah. yeah there, okay. there is a bedrock where you shouldn't keep digging.
3: <laughs> tool r- reward um complex examination, obviously. Yeah. Um if you do that with a tool, like that that should be the the like the gateway.
0: That's it, right? Yeah. Someone, you know, you should kind of go through that with tool and be like, oh, I could now, Tri- you know, Kim, Crimson. House, Kim Crimson, or like One Trick's Point Never, I could yeah. go to all these other kind of mm. uh, artists that I felt were a bit impenetrable, and now I have the kind of the toolkit. <laughs> it it's in, it's inescapable. That's yeah. it's what you would call it. <laughs> <laughs> Ines- I would have the equipment set. <laughs> To, to approach these kind of inscrutable artists and find meaning in music that I otherwise wouldn't. I think that's really, really good. I think that explains why a lot of people get into Tool in high school. Because that's when you're mm. kind of learning those critical skills and stuff. And having a band reward you like that is really, really important. So this is a great song. Yeah.
1: I never thought I would hear you say that. I've that's said wild. positive
0: things about Tool songs before, <laughs> just not usually about Tool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's Tool it, fair. Lord, yeah, Lord, that's Lord. it. Tool songs are fine. Yeah. <laughs> if <laughs> only we could figure out who, who did them. Yeah. <laughs> These anonymous yeah. Tool songs. Yeah, it was Johnny Marr. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Great. I think maybe if I break the lyrics down a lot, I'll figure it
1: out.
3: there yeah. <laughs> <Maybe laughs> the next 15 years of my life yeah. trying to decode a message. <laughs>
1: we were talking the other week about um, mashups The most recent years of mashups have kind of got me back into this song. There was a whole saga, like I think a year or so ago, um, where... Was revealed that Justin Bieber was playing Tool really loudly at his like residence, like at his house. He started like posting lyrics of theirs on Twitter, so like turned out to be like a big fan. And then it ended up in this big war of words between like Justin's fans and Tool's fans and all that sort of shit because everyone's awful. Yeah, like that's just that's just how this shit goes because, because the internet. Yeah, but. It led to a mashup of Parabola and Love Yourself by Justin Bieber, uh, and <laughs> it's really good. It's actually really well nice. done. Like they 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 match up surprisingly well.
2: That does surprise me. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is definitely like a standout moment in Tool as a singles band, which is a weird mm. thing to say considering mm. everything about what they do. Is all about the big endgame entity of the long player, you know? like The
0: Tool expanded universe. Yeah, yeah, the,
1: or... the T-E-U. Yeah, yeah, exactly, the T-E-U. Um, yeah, you know, it's all about that sort of shit. Whereas I also appreciate the fact that in some way, shape or form, there are a bunch of songs across Tool's discography that you can take as little individual moments and appreciate them for what they are, as opposed to... In like the grander context of the record, you know, like even taking Parabola without Parabola behind with, like, because imagine if Tool fans were so specific that they voted in Parabola at at forty nine and then Parabola at forty eight, <laughs> that would be them
0: putting their energy to good use. Yeah, cool. yeah. it would be impressive. You'd hate uh, to get it wrong and then be oh, swapped around. Man. Oh, you'd oh, love to actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, you fucking prog nerds, get out of here. Clear the dance floor. At number 48, this is Groove Armada. It's super styling.
4: Styling. Stylin'.
2: Really cooked party to go from Paul Mac to
0: yeah, Tool. Groove yeah.
4: Armada.
2: It's, it's a real energy of like, oh, can I play a song? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can play you one. Better you better not play, play
4: one trash. And
1: we begin crowd up in the center, they watch me him.
4: Watch the way we drop it in a mix time. It. Rise and amplify him when we come coming with the swing. Just follow in the back and naturally harmonizing. Climbing into position, we synchronize it. Live from
1: At number 48, with the big, big beats hit Super Stylin'. God damn, Nathan! Huge, huge Just song. huge.
0: This oh. is this is Groove booking their ticket to play any festival they want for oh. 20 years. Yeah, like, this is
1: them <laughs> setting up fucking camp in Ibiza.
0: Yeah, they said as well that this was the song that gave them the confidence to play as a live band and oh, to that they yeah. could play those big festival shows and stuff like this. And it's like, yeah, you write this. You're allowed to headline Glastonbury. Thinking about the countdown as well, I think this is a really nice like next step after the Fatboy Slim and Chemical Brothers tracks that we've already talked about. Just like mm. this kind of gradual evolution of, of big beat and and seeing it do different things to and but it's, it's just like this as just like a festival moment. Like yeah. you, yeah, you oh, don't yeah, even yeah, need yeah, to yeah, be yeah. there. That you know what that feels like just listening to the song. It's amazing. It's almost
3: like. I think it would be more suited To an outdoor Large music festival Than it would a club I think so too Yeah Because yeah. it has that The incorporation of like The dance hall Jamaican style Reggae sounds Kind of thing like that Including those Gives it a vibe of like This is meant to be enjoyed Outdoors with Sunny a lots, afternoon Sunny afternoon With lots of fucking people Dancing
0: yeah. The bass line is incredible <laughs> it's The bass so good Spends yes. over an octave There are three different synths Like playing all the different parts of it Like Just
2: piecing that together is incredible. You know, if someone said to me like the bass line goes over an octave, I wouldn't think to myself. I'd be like, "So what?" But it's like, no, 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 it goes over an octave. And think of the huge range of frequencies that you have to, especially down at that level. And yet, you still have to make it kick on every single (sighs) frequency. And they do. And it's just like you hear them talk about constructing that, and it took friggin' ages. And the in terms of the construction as well, a, a story that I love is is this about the moment the moment oh my god right so good go, is this go. like the secret so the
0: moment that came for them was the beat coming in after the singing so originally, oh. so they're, they're recording this album in a little English countryside studio, very very cute. Hence the album title: "Goodbye Country, Hello Nightclub." Because they were also
2: clubbing and and DJing at the time that they yeah. were doing that as well. You know, they, they were literally going from barn to club.
0: <laughs> Back to the barn. dream, <laughs> yeah. the dream. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's so so they're, they're putting together this song and MC Mike, who's a friend of theirs. Apparently, that was really organic, kind of bringing him in and then just like. Him doing this, like the toasting, we've talked about toasting before, I think when we talked about Shaggy, but that ah, real yes. yeah. dance hall, not quite rap, not quite
2: spoken yeah, word. it's more like
0: of- a chant kind
1: of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's like the origins of hip hop. You yeah. know, like yeah. it's, it's, it's literally people in Jamaica, boom boxes and, th- just and toasting. Doing stuff and just yeah. toasting. Yeah, yeah love So they
0: kind of had MC Mike here and they, they have the song and I guess like an early version of the song is the beat starts and then MC Mike comes in and then- so, okay, I've got a, a great quote from Tom Armada. Uh, he says, <laughs> I remember that moment when we brought the vocal forward eight bars or 16 bars, distinctly sitting in our Lazy Moon studio. We both looked at each other and realised that something extraordinary had happened. We really felt that, and now we have no sense of how many people have jumped up and down in fields to that. It was probably the most important musical thing that ever happened to me. Whoa, that's And a, the, that's the thing crazy. that I love
2: about that is it's so revealing on the Songcraft yeah, because we listen to that and go, of course. Yeah, of course it kicks in there. When when else would it kick in? What at the beginning? <laughs> yeah, but well, like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. But it's like it's only obvious to us because we didn't create the dang thing. Oh no, like, yeah, you know what our, I mean. It's, it's just,
0: what, what a singular moment in music. Hundred percent. Equally amazing because they were recording in the country. Immediately after that happened, two women came around and brought them a banoffee pie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it was pretty good. Apparently, it was really good. They said that's what you do in the. Country you don't like drink and get high, you have a Bonoffi pie.
2: <laughs> I pay
0: that.
1: Yeah, I Which
2: pay the like, shit out like of It's like that. banana caramel, I think, and cream. cream. I think, yeah, yeah. some like that it doesn't actually contain any coffee. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Oh,
0: because of you. Oh, you were thinking of if it's well, a portmanteau ba- of banana, banana and, and coffee. coffee. Yeah, that makes sense and sounds gross. <laughs>
2: I Proper grime. <laughs> hey. I'm, I'm just that much of a caffeine fiend <laughs> that it's like you. You say there's coffee and something. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of interested. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. d- d- I dust my bananas with a little granular espresso. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes them nice and mealy.
1: Fuck no. It's like when you when
2: you like instant. You just leave the granules on something and they get just really stuck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Every you mean every work office in the world? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I do, yeah. Oh, you didn't clean out the espresso beans. No, it's okay. I'm saving them for my banana. <laughs> I'll roll my banana on the work office countertop, <laughs> which is dirty and covered in old instant coffee grounds, and snack on that at my desk. It's international and roast, yeah. too. I'm gonna be-
1: fucking
2: chuck.
3: Hey, yeah. that yeah. sounds so bright. Yeah.
2: Love offices <sighs> work from home, you know.
3: Yeah, like this is obviously just like dub meets dance hall meets garage house. Yeah, Yo,
2: I don't even know really what that means, but I'm like, yeah, sick. <laughs> when
3: they listened back to the final completed mix, they must have
2: known, like, we are gods now. Yeah fuck. now, now we are become base. Yeah, <laughs> bringer of sick beats to dance floors and yeah. festivals.
1: We do come one to the base though.
2: Yo, I mean, listen, <laughs> Steve listen. would fuck
1: hard to this shit.
2: He would do many things, and so this is the thing the, I think the the brilliant. He would do thing. many
1: people, like oh, just everything.
2: Yeah, you could. Yeah, he, he's you unstoppable. Could. He's stereo fucking Steve. I, I'm, I'm very particular about what music is played in the. <laughs> in the bench. you are sure,
1: but not Stereo Steve. Uh, he'll go right si- from Tool <laughs> to Groove <our> Armada. <laughs> yeah. Stereo yeah, Steve. This whole get this whole countdown is Stereo Steve sex playlist. Oh, uh, bless
2: Stereo. Stereo Steve be the kind of guy who would be like at a party, and the pro- he gets in a corner with the prog guy, and and Steve's just on the right, you know, cocktail. That he actually gets his mind blown by someone explaining that the Fibonacci. He's in real listen mode. He's like, "Whoa, (laughs) oh man, that's crazy! They intended that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, what's going on?" Yeah, he would be, he would be like that. But I think this song, like, legitimately, does so much work for you in terms of just like being the groover, being Mm. like an absolute tune churner. Those little trumpets. Oh my god. I mean, yeah you, man. Tasty little trumpet. Think, bit. L- listen, you don't want too much brass, but if you have a just a tiny sip of brass in a song, <laughs> I'm I'm there for that. <laughs> I'm very much there for that. You know, listen to one scar song. Oh, what a day. <laughs> Scar's great. <laughs> Scar's great. Listen to a scar album. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, I've had it up
4: to here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said never before. Like, um, if you can make a
3: best of EP of the genre of scar. <laughs> That one, that this was, is tantamount to workplace bullying. <laughs> that would be a little bit long for me. You might uncheck
2: oh, one song. Yeah. I see. I would be like, if you make a, an EP of the best of Scar, that might be the greatest album ever made. Mm. Six <laughs> tracks, though. Worst I, album.
4: I hate this.
2: We can make but, him break. Uh, we, get, we get him to tell us all his secrets. But
1: ah! the-
3: <laughs> if there's one thing I know, David is not breaking to. It's his sincere love of this motherfucking song, though.
1: I'll tell you what. You know how we were talking just before about like having a recent thing Just kind of colour your in, like experience with this song mm-hmm. I uh, got to catch up and hang out and see live Future Hottest 100 runner-ups Spacey Jane So we were hanging out after the show And we were back at... Their fucking hotel, wherever the fuck they were staying, like the Adena or some shit. And fucking Caleb the singer was over in the corner just trying to get the fucking Bluetooth to work because it always it never fucking works when you fucking need it to, right? The first thing he puts on when the when it fucking sets up is super styling. And, and we just caught, he's just like, dude, I'm like, dude, yeah, I'd forgotten about this song for millennia. And then literally just the context of hearing it like at fucking 2:30 in the morning in a fucking hotel room <laughs> after a fucking gig of and more we're back in full fucking swing with this. Mm. How could you not fucking love this? It's just it's such a vibe. That big wobbly sub bass that you can feel in your fucking ass, you know, just like, <laughs> oh That and the reggae song kind of vibe, and that, yeah, those big like Sith horn things, like the dub sound. There's so many moving parts going on in this song, and it all just comes together so beautifully. It's so sick.
2: Yeah, I love that it's just like it's perfect to do anything to. Mm. Like, (laughs) as soon as this is on. You're wearing shades, whether you're wearing shades or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's that little kid, dance, like the Russian kid dancing in the club. <laughs> Russian kid dancing. Have you not what seen it, that fucking is, video? Uh, what? Hang on. <laughs> but it's it, it's like so self-assured and confident. And it just like, it, it gets inside your bones. Mm. You embody this song when it's on. And it's perfect to dance to as much as it is to just like go shopping to. And everything's just made cooler by the fact that it's there. Yeah. If I was listening to it all shopping, I'd be bopping my head a lot though.
3: Like. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah,
2: you would be picking up those goddamn oranges, <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the Lorange. I don't know whether you'd be even checking the prices. It's like, is it on special? Is it not? Is it imperfect? Is it not? I, just, I want oranges. Let's mm. go. You know, that's shopping like a baller. <laughs> uh,
3: you know, thank you, Guru Mata. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah, that's him. Mm. He's vibe. Him. He, he, he shouldn't he, be. He's there. literally just vibe. He should <laughs> not be in that club. He's <laughs> no, <too> he shouldn't. <laughs>
1: I can't remember the context for this whatsoever but yeah. Well, I think the context Honestly, is just Russia. It's Soviet Russia. A club bangs you. All right, you fucking pinga munchers, get out of here. Like, let's put some chairs down on the dance floor, okay? It's time for book club, okay? Everyone put on their nice fashionable jackets. Get their pipes. Let's let's get sophisticated in this bitch.
2: Oh, now f- now we're talking.
1: Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> oh, baba. Away with these rogues. Goodness gracious. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve.
2: Steven. Steven. Steven! There's just no telling him.
1: At number 47, this is Augie March with There Is No Such Place.
4: There is no such place. Oh, yes, I have seen it too. Just a different, different from I do. A river wind.
1: Coming in at number forty-seven in the Triple J Hottest One Hundred, that is the song. There is no such place. Now, Andrew, David, you're a cultured being. what I right tell people? Yes. yes, indeed. Yes, you've uh, you've, you've cheersed a, a snifter of wine to <laughs> to, to, to many a many <laughs> moment in time. The yeah.
3: smartest thing you can do, yeah. having a wine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's no it's it's not smart, it's sophisticated. Yeah, yes. As as a contemporary adult, what do you make of this adult contemporary? Um, uh, Is it? A little. A little. I, I would I would say that Augie March are an adult contemporary band. Mm.
2: Let's I, let's continue this discussion right now.
3: Yes. Um, <laughs> I will show my ass here and say that I've never really been over Augie March. Like not in yeah, any way. You never heard. got over them. <laughs> no <laughs> Never did Wow
0: yeah. oh, You're still wearing your Oggie Mart shirt right now Sorry I didn't even realise yeah. <laughs>
3: um, No I, I've, I've never really And this is not through Any fault of Me not enjoying the songs That I have heard It's just no that one's I, fault I, I, It's just that It's very important that I've never done ra- the research not your fault.
2: It's just it's not your fault Yeah but um, Andrew it's not your fault th- Thanks look
3: We all enjoy a soft Comforting lie now and then So I appreciate it This was new to me okay. This song Yes Very fucking lovely I got A little bit of like, um, I mean, in a very complimentary way, but kind of like some like Nick Drake vibes. Yeah, Uh, I can see that. Yeah, a bit of five leaves left. Yeah, very, Mm. yeah. Um, And I really love Nick Drake because I'm one of my favorite folk musicians. Yeah. This is very soft and like the music of it is almost. It's like the similar thing like in a certain way that Pixies do of like, it's a happy sounding song with actually really fucking grim lyrics. This Mm. is a very comforting sounding song, actually very fucking kind of sad, but it's still beautiful lyrics. And from what I infer from Augie March, a lot of the reason that people love them is due to their lyrical content. Like they're clearly very, very beautiful lyricist. I did really enjoy it, but it's something that I feel like because it was new to me and because it's a very soft and I guess lyric driven song, Mm. not having that much time with it it's maybe to my enjoyment's detriment. Like I feel okay. like if, I feel like if I um, had known, because uh, this was uh, I should have prefaced this before. Sorry, this was from their uh, their debut record, uh, Sunset Studies. Much um, hyped.
2: People were really waiting for this one.
3: Indeed, and I think if people are familiar with that record, they probably will love this song. Hi. Yeah, Adam. Please <laughs>
2: teach me the ways of the Augie March. hundred percent. Listen to Sunset Studies. Okay. Even if you make it, you don't make it past the first track. The mm. opening to that album is a song called The Hole in Your Roof and it's probably one of my favourite Australian songs ever. It's mm. a great track. yeah. yeah. Um, and I, But I also think that this is an absolute standout from that album as well. Mm. And I totally agree with you when you talk about hearing traditional folk. Mm. And I think even you hear older folk than that. But I hear folk that reeks of eucalyptus. Mm. And I love Ogie March and they're very, very special to me because they're one of a handful of bands that I listen to that I really hear mm. Australia in in a way that is so free from anything that makes me cringe when Mm. someone says something like that. They capture this country in their music in such an earnest, gentle, sincere way. I can't help but think of all the things that you would think of when you're being romantic about this country and it is country. Let's be honest that's what you think of you know the 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 walking track I had how I would you know get up in the morning and go for a run and there'd be the sun rising and there'd be like a field full of kangaroos uh, another place I lived in when I was in Perth there'd be so many trees around that that you couldn't step without seeing just all these dried gum nuts and just the uniquely australian experiences that I don't even have to try and conjure when this song is on. It's there. And in a way, I think that the bittersweet poetry of it is when you say there is no such place,
4: mm. there is
2: something in that. that comes through, for lack of a better term, in the spirit of the song. Because I don't, I don't have anything really to pass from the lyrics. I think it's beautiful poetry.
3: Yeah, reading over the lyrics and listening to it a couple of times, I kind of inferred like it was the vibe I got was um, an imagined place where you and perhaps a partner or a family were planning on existing that is not mm. going to happen. Oh yeah,
4: that's yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. I no. mean, and
2: and I, and I think like especially when you talk about sentimentality of Australia. Mm there's really something in that yeah you know this imagined thing that Mm. (laughs) didn't quite come to be or isn't quite there but you still there's a hopefulness and there is a yeah I love how it manages to be tender this song musically but it's also like kind of like it's holding back from you a little bit. Like it's kind of a bit matter-of-fact. Yeah.
1: That's something Augie March do
2: really well. It's true. Yeah. Right? And the other thing I really loved learning about Sunset Studies is that this was recorded in nine different studios hmm. with six different engineers. That's the album. The the ethos that they had behind it is like, well, we were young, we had all this exuberance around making the album, but we also thought there are so many different sounds we're playing with and so many different things that we want to try and capture. We're not gonna get that all in the same studio with the same set of ears. Mm. We're gonna we're gonna go around and, and, and it ranged from as much as like the most professional studio that you could have to literally like a shed in the bush. And and I think this is definitely more I'd be very shocked if it was the former and not the latter for this. Yeah, I was
0: quite caught off guard by just how like warm and and rough the recording is. Like it really yeah. just feels like you're yeah. just in a room, like the back room of a house at a party or something, like in everyone's kind of past winding down or whatever. It's yeah. beautiful.
1: A cool little thing that I found out about this track in particular is that Glenn Richards, the singer, and Dave Williams, the drummer, actually kind of swapped around a little bit on this track. So it's actually Glenn who plays the drums on this song. Meanwhile, uh, Dave is playing the piano accordion. Hey. Yeah. Mm. yeah yeah which uh, again a very sophisticated adult contemporary thing to
2: do <laughs> throw
0: in a bit of piano accordion
1: yeah. like they
2: yeah also very just folky. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah just
0: thinking of um the the cold mornings at the canberra Canberra folk, at festival, the folk you know? festival, yeah, yeah. like you're talking about like gum you know I'll yeah. try trying to warm up a piano accordion
1: and take <laughs> minus three degrees but just you know yeah. Oof.
0: Like, Surrounded by gum trees, it's it's like that really cold morning. There's still of a bit of a like smell of smoke from the fire kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, you, you I can connect that to this song. Yeah, quite easily. you're, you're yeah. making damper. Yeah, yeah, man.
1: Well, when you look at this, like the the liner notes, like it doesn't just say vocals and guitar. You know, like there's piano accordion, there's pedal steel, there's Hammond organ, yeah. there's dobro, there's clarinet, there's yeah, that What's sort a of dobro. Th- a dobro is a style of uh, Guitar I think uh, it's a slide I think it's like A slide
2: style guitar Oh yeah yeah, guitar. yeah yeah Okay yeah, yeah. It's I had to fight
0: very hard To not say it's the thing You make bread out of bro <laughs> 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 no, I'm glad. Lucky I didn't say it oh, Yeah
2: no, 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 I don't know I think it might have been good If you yeah, said it Yeah it's like will never we'll start- know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
4: <laughs> Oh yeah, that's so, cool so yeah, so
1: it's like a style of resonating oh, guitar. Very
4: cool. That's
2: yeah, cool. That yeah, it's got the little for, for people uh, who who want a description. It's like a guitar with the steely thing. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. It's
2: like you got a pan and you stuck it on it. It's like a Wee-wee-o. guitar and a pan. Yeah, you know,
3: you know, like guitars. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and you know, like when you stick pans like on yeah, <laughs> things. Yeah, mm. yeah. You get a stick pan, not a non-stick pan. <laughs> <laughs> And you, uh, you just with the guitar, and then you got the dobro.
0: Like it, it speaks for itself. Someone listening plays the dobro and is furious <laughs> yeah. because everyone always says that <laughs> He's listening. Look this, w- this stick pan bit. Every time I mention I play the dobro, <laughs> this dobro case has a sticker that says "No stick pan jokes." <laughs> this machine kills stick pan jokers. <laughs> beautiful song
1: and <laughs> <laughs> number 46 this is the Smashing Pumpkins
4: shit I him what I'm missing what's the stab what you missing
1: Smashing Pumpkins making their 12th and final appearance in the Triple J Hottest 100, the silver medalists making a return one last time, coming in at number 46. And we return to someone who's gone on quite a journey with Smashing Pumpkins, uh, Adam. I have, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah. You you started out being kind of casual and then you were just like, I've started listening to them more because of this podcast and like, holy fuck, Billy Corgan's guitar tone. You got a melancholy tattoo? Yeah. (laughs) You shaved your head bald. You bought the National Wrestling Alliance. Like, you changed your name to William Patrick Buncher. It's
2: been quite a journey. It's been
1: quite a journey.
2: (laughs) It's been quite a journey. Those are all
1: things that Billy Corgan did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you're too young, those are all things he did.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we first talked about Smashing Pumpkins in season one. And As, oh. was that you know, Cherub Rock? It sure
1: was. How, that's probably my favorite Smashing Pumpkins song. So well, it all got worse.
2: Still yeah, just a sliding scale. No, I mean, no, no. something that did happen is that Siamese Dream became one of my favorite albums from the nineties very comfortably. Mm. Honestly, and yeah. the
1: th- the best record they've ever made. Yet. So, <laughs> 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 so far
4: uh-huh. See, <laughs>
2: yours look longer because you used double the syllables. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> 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 Which brings us actually really nicely to this song. Um, Which which we haven't
1: named because it doesn't have one.
2: And this was designed by Smashing Pumpkins to be their farewell song. Um, As Billy Corgan put it, a special kind of see you later. And they deliberately made it to sound like their early work, the Siamese Dream Gish era. That was the whole purpose behind making this song—to to go back to how they sounded when people fell in love with them, and to give them one last song like that. But of course, this is a smashing pumpkin, so it's a bit more petty than that.
3: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was going to say do you
2: have the quote. I do yeah. have the quote <laughs> because, hey, because listen, I, you see that as like a as a mission statement. You go like, that's beautiful. Like you know, you, you, you this is beautiful sense of completion. It's and really to maturity. <laughs> what maturity from from young William to kind of be reflective
0: in that way and and generous to the people that have been through this journey with him
2: quote from billy corgan here we go the song was our way of saying fuck you to all those people who thought we'd somehow lost our minds and weren't able to return home we were in the studio for what appeared to be the last time so it was very emotional we only had three days uh that last part's less relevant (laughs) we only had three days all right
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's why i didn't name it you try and write a hit in in less than three days because he was kind of he was doing it like to be like
3: Oh, you, you think that we couldn't write that kind of music? Yeah, but we yeah. always could. We
2: didn't want to. Yeah, that's right. It's like you—you you didn't like X Marketer enough, so you don't get <laughs> Siamese <laughs> Dream Two, Corgan Boogaloo. Yeah,
0: which I kind of pay the argument. It's like, hey, we like we we, we yeah. could always do that. We were trying to, you know, find yeah. new things or whatever.
2: But no, you didn't like us <laughs> enough, so now yeah. we're we're going to give you a small taste of what could have been. But we're also going to quit as a band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very funny.
3: But, like, it also... It it does fully have that old-school Pumpkins vibe. Oh, they nailed it. Yeah, totally. Can we we say that? Can we say that we nailed it? They did.
2: They nailed it. And you you know what it is? It's this particular... Oh, I love it so much. It's this particular kind of, like... Weightlessness, this moment of like you when you when you're like going, you're traveling really fast in a car and you go over a speed bump and you get catch a little bit of air. They somehow managed to. Ma- I've never, are you done, never done that. Never <laughs> done <laughs> Never done that. How
1: Straight. fast do you drive? I'm, I'm talking <laughs> about I'm
2: talking about in Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Mario Kart. <laughs> okay. right. Now there's a song
1: oh, <laughs> at number forty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: So you're not on Rainbow Road, obviously, because then the, you're getting a lot of air. But you're just getting, you know, you go up a little bump and you do a little jump and you catch a coin. The, their songs manage to sound <laughs> in a less nerdy way, like that. They have these dips in their in their songs that like give you a small moment of weightlessness, and I think that's what returns for this song that was there in 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 their previous work, as I see it. And I couldn't actually pinpoint even exactly musically what i'm talking about but that's that's the feeling that i kind of get you know maybe you can relate hopefully you can
1: who can relate
2: um even lyrically i I think the the ending note that they kind of end on is is really lovely just you know to to be loved to feel love all around it's almost like this really 60s kind of quality i think so often bands don't know that they're making their last song when they're making their last song. They don't Mm. know what the final thing they're leaving people with is. It's Mm. really, really cool to see a band who is being deliberate about that.
1: Yeah. Well, the only other major example I can really think of is uh, the Long and Winding Road, uh, the Beatles, uh, from the uh, Let It Be record. They went into making Let It Be knowing that was going to be the final Beatles record. And, yeah, so the Long and Winding Road was the last... Beatles single released while all four of them were still alive. It was the last official song of theirs, and like it has like been widely regarded as like their end of career kind of opus. Unlike the long and winding road, however, this song ended up being complete and utter bullshit. Seven years after, oh yeah, well, yes, Billy and Jimmy uh, form what they call. Uh, BCJC, uh, which is Billy Corgan, Jimmy Chamberlain, uh, and they start up the Smashing Pumpkins again with a bunch of new guys, including Jeff Schroeder, who would go on to play with the Smashing Pumpkins like for like fifteen years. Like he's he's weirdly been in the Pumpkins longer than a lot of the other like like classic <laughs> members have been in the band and shit. And like I think we are up to let's see one two three four. Five studio albums that Smashing and Pumpkins have released since they got back together. I'm pretty sure we are now at the point where they have been reunited longer than they were originally a band.
2: Sure, but I still think to say that the song is bullshit because of that is is doing the song a bit of a disservice because at this moment they was oh, a good song,
1: but like I, I feel like 20 years on, like if they'd actually genuinely left it there, like I would have some of that same sentimentality. But having listened to Shiny and Oh So Bright Volume 1 slash LP No Past, No Present, No Future, No Sun. The full name of an actual studio album that of Pumpkins released in 2018. It doesn't feel as genuine to me. Now you know how I feel like refused. That to me, that's the biggest
2: turncoat move. Mm.
3: I hate that who has got back together.
2: Musically though, I, I really like it. I think I think it's got like this kind of like giddy ungroundedness it kind of reminds me of like you know playfully running through a field it's it's it's, coo- it's, it's a lovely
1: yeah it's, it's a nice fun. song yeah. I don't
0: think I buy the 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 happiness of it there's something about it that's <laughs> like I think just because of of the Smashing Pumpkins and I'm like oh I don't understand like why they're trying to write this really poppy song I can connect the tone with the early stuff but I'm like this song doesn't feel like doesn't feel what it, those songs it, feel like actually right. you know
1: the more I think about it it kind of tangentially
0: ties into the next thing
1: that Billy Corgan would do. Zwan. Zwan, yes. So him and Jimmy, uh, because Jimmy just follows him around like a scolded dog, they made a record together uh, with a few other people under the name Zwan in 2003. There was a record called Mary Star of the Sea. Uh, There were two big singles from that, Honestly and Lyric, uh, that did okay for themselves. They split up 18 months later in a big Fleetwood Mac situation. I think they're all like sleeping with one another and like arguing and all that sort of bullshit. Why can't you
2: just have it be okay, Bands? (laughs) Especially Billy's Bands. Just just have it be like, just, you know, just be chill, man. (laughs) Is it wrong of me to want more bands that are just like chill polycules?
3: No. <laughs> no I don't think that's wrong at all Cool <laughs> That's what I want Have mm-hmm. you heard I, of a I, I band called u t- t-
1: They've never had a lineup change <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think Yeah
3: <laughs> Also uh, Do you know the tremendously Tremendously fun fact about this song And the soundtrack hours Oh What was this, this in? Well That's a good question What was this in or on? <laughs> it, well it was actually not in or on anything But It, cause it, it just missed out On being the Intro song No, the closing song The closing song To a little movie Called Shrek
1: Get absolutely fucked Somebody Hand on heart What? Yep (laughs) Untitled by the Smashing Pumpkins Was gonna be the credit song there was was it really- going to be
0: Eddie Murphy singing? Out of title? <laughs> <laughs> you That's can so only hope. Gets- what are your sources for this? Billy, <laughs> Billy was like, yeah, they Willy wanted us to do himself. it, and then uh, it turns out they went with um, Thumbs. they went with this uh, Smash Mouth uh, song. Oh, and, he would have been thrilled, and, and the Smash Mouth guy was like. Cool, man. <laughs> what, whatever you reckon. <laughs> they are next to each other and maybe that was good. Yeah, scrolling through iTunes. Nathan, do you have the uh, Smash Mouth? Yeah, pumpkins so sorry <laughs> on a Instagram, someone asked um, Billy Corgan, uh, have you ever seen the hit movie Shrek? He said, <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins fact, we were offered the end credit song for Shrek 1, but the offer was withdrawn and given to Smash Mouth, who had hit with Monkeys song. And then and someone asked Smash Mouth on Twitter, I was like, hey, any thoughts on this? And um, what's the- Steve Harwell. Steve. Steve Mouth said, actually, we said no, and Michael Austin from DreamWorks kept calling. That went on for over a month. We assume multiple bands were asked. If it feeds Billy's ego to think that they were first, let him think that. Definitely <laughs> would have been a darker approach. <laughs> <laughs> but did they specifically say it was going to be the
1: Untitled song? Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere else I think Yeah, did yeah, say. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. right.
2: That's wow. crazy. Very weird. Super weird. <laughs>
1: now I want a full recreation of the 1979 video, but w- entirely within the Shrek verse. <laughs> Shrek riding in the back of the carriage, like <laughs> mouthing along to the song, or fucking donkey and puss in boots run through the... the uh, what what would be the medieval equivalent of a convenience store? <laughs> uh, a marketplace. <laughs> a marketplace, yes. All right. All right. Yes, I pitch. want this as well. Oh, we it, got a pitch. Uh, here's a
2: pitch. Oh, no, we have to set our price for this. Yes. But we will do. We'll buy a Shrek mask.
4: <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <laughs> we will put it on David. And using all of our combined filmmaking expertise, we will make the lowest budget version recreation of the 1979 film clip <laughs> with David in a Shrek mask. <laughs> Fuck
1: me up. Uh- that sounds so sick. I I'm seeing so the down. clip.
2: <laughs> so I don't know how hard this is gonna be. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Probably be the hardest thing we ever do in our lives, but it might be up there. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna want something good. Any any thoughts?
3: How, how much is a shrek mask? So so <laughs> more than that.
1: <laughs> <gasps> yep. Looking uh, it up, they're averaging between about twenty five and thirty five dollars.
0: Do
2: not Google I'm image search Shrek mask because
0: that's nightmares. Uh, we need uh, at least twenty five new five star reviews that say Shrek. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> no, we
1: need we need we need don't.
2: actual money. No, you know what? Let's just let's just leave it open. Make an offer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Making Ma- an make offer. Make us an offer.
1: We
3: can't
2: refuse. Make us an offer. do <laughs> <Or> not <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> It's. it's funny.
3: It's fine.
2: We don't have. Anyway. We'll have forgotten about this tomorrow. We'll get a five star <laughs> review that says Shrek. <laughs> just one. <laughs> don't spam us with five star with reviews Shrek. that no, just dude. say Shrek.
3: You spam us five star reviews. Yeah. But I want some people reading it to be like, oh, that does like a good podcast. I'll check mm-hmm. it out. I'll recommend it to my friends and family. Yeah. And also,
2: that reminds me I need to rewatch Shrek. <laughs> so the, the the Smashing Pumpkins. Ending yes. as a band,
1: yes, farewell was a lie. Uh,
2: was a lie, but this song is actually our in the podcast farewell to the Smashing yes,
1: Pumpkins. Yes, indeed. We never talk about Billy Corgan ever again.
2: But I, I'm pretty glad that we are um, that we have this opportunity and this and this song as an end night to the to the pumpkins. Yeah, Look, sure. They've been they've been a huge part of the countdown. I mean, yeah, th- they the were the a huge part of the '90s. See you, pumpkins. Yeah, bye, pumpkins. Smash you later. <laughs> <laughs> And that
1: brings us to the end of yet another episode of Hottest 100s and Thousands. Hey, thank you so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. Mm. Some. Uh, Before we get out of here, we're going to pick our favourites, our least favourites, and continue that ever-continuing story of Carry Over Champ and Carry Over Chump. My favourite from this bunch, I'm going to go with Just The Thing by Paul Mack. An absolutely wonderful song. Uh, my least But is it your champ? It is not. Okay. I am going to hold on to Linkin Park for now. Okay. Uh, least favourite, I'm going to go with Smashing Pumpkins.
2: But is it <laughs> your champ? It is not. Okay, I'm only doing that then. Um, that's not going to be a <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's not the thing. Please no. let it be a thing. That was no, great. No, just that was it. It's nice, to try <laughs> 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 it's
1: nice to try things. It's nice
0: to give things a go. Yeah. <laughs> uh. My favorite is Groove Armada. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Super Stylin, but I'll hold on to one more time as my champ. My mm. least favorite is also Smashing Pumpkins, Untitled, but I will hold on to my chump, Good Charlotte, the worst song we have talked about this countdown <laughs> in, in
3: my imho. Mm. Mm. <laughs> my favorite uh, is Tool Parabola, uh, but I retain my champ of Nick Kay, If you editor of Pure White Snow. My least favorite. Just because I didn't really have an immediate connection with it, my least favorite is there. Is no, um, there is no such place, even though I didn't think it was. I still thought it was quite beautiful, and therefore it is nowhere near, nearly as
2: bad as fucking Good Charlotte. So yeah, I honestly think that this was the strongest five for me personally that we've had in ages. Yeah. maybe maybe like one of the strongest fives we've ever had for me. It's like every one of these songs, like I love
3: real fucking. Breakneck change of mood oh.
0: for
2: the Barbie. Yeah, <laughs> horrible, man. horrible 20 minutes of the barbecue. We're like, just yeah. <laughs> a, a bunch of some people standing up and other people sitting down. <laughs> a lot uh, of whiplash. A, a lot of, of whiplash for sure. A little bit of that. Look, my favorite was Parabola. And in any other countdown, it would be a pretty easy champ. And even now, I'm still kind of tempted. But I think just as a face off between that and Patent Against User, Patent Against User wins out. But Parabola is 100% another one. Like of, of an all-time fave for me. And that's why I want to make that very clear. Um, my my least fave is probably Smashing Pumpkins, but only But is
4: it your <laughs> job?
2: <laughs> it was pretty annoying, wasn't it? <laughs> so that's what that feels like. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that's why I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Fucking oh, you know. All right. Um, yeah, no, but only because of what it was up against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still like it. It's a, good, it's a good song, good five, good podcast. Good yeah, time. it was
1: good. We will be back very, very soon with a whole new batch of hottest tunes for you. In the meantime, on behalf of Andrew McDonald's, Nathan Harrison, Bae, Adam Buncha, ciao. My name is David James Young. Everything is good for you.
2: That was it, yeah, it really I'm was. an underrated
1: podcaster
2: Not to ask mate You're overrated <laughs> 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 A rare mean jab from Adam You love uh, to see him yeah, It was a good one though yeah, It was yeah. good The face he'll turn from the bunch <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through He's been the villain all along Wow <laughs>
1: Friendship over with Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Now Nathan is my best friend. Yes!
4: (laughs) Summer of Nathan's!